0: Hey, Pi Tribe, buckle up for a new episode of the Passive Income Examiner, the number one podcast for budding entrepreneurs and business owners looking to diversify their income with passive strategies. Welcome to Season 2, focused on building successful online businesses with evergreen marketing solutions. I'm your host, Lindsay Sutherland. Thanks for joining me. You know you have an amazing product. You know your business fills a gap in the marketplace, and you know when people find out about you, they totally love what you do. Then why are you struggling to sell more? Friends, I am breaking down five reasons why you may be having trouble selling your offer over the next five weeks, and I'm just going to give you a spoiler alert. The last reason is the offer itself. Yep. I just did it, I gave away the ending, but you know what, I'm okay with that because often business owners keep playing around with their offer, which is utterly the last thing you should be tweaking, especially if you have happy clients. Let me tell you why. Clearly, if your customers are happy, then they felt that your offer had value. In other words, they felt that what they spent on purchasing your product was reasonable And more importantly, the execution was great. They're happy campers, right? Now, instead of listening to the customer, sometimes what happens is we get wrapped up in this almost desperation mode and we start doing things like discounting price, offering coupons or bundles, and or in some cases, completely changing the offer altogether in a desperate attempt to sell more or make more money and what really needs to be addressed rather is the messaging. So people will not buy from anybody if they don't know what they're buying, if they clearly cannot see what it is that they are being asked to purchase. Recently, I had a business owner reach out to me to manage social media. He was hungry to sell more of his uh, primary products. He had two primary products and he was really hungry to sell those two. Was hoping that I could work some magic in social media land and explode his sales. Firstly, social media growth, as we all know, doesn't happen overnight, and or, or organic growth can take even more time, which he really didn't have. Now, one thing I should tell you is that when I do audits, I don't just look at the social media accounts. Obviously, I do, but I also look at the client's cycle, the the buyer cycle, to determine what the user experience is like, because. Social posts are just one piece of the messaging pie. The landing page they are directed to and other pages on the website all play a role in communicating not just the offer, but also the transformation the buyers can expect. Ultimately, it is the transformation that motivates a buyer. They want to experience something different or get a solution to a problem. The first thing I noticed with the content overall for this particular client was that the messaging was not clear. It was vague, which left the the reader, namely me in the moment, feeling unmotivated and really more confused than anything. So the point is, if your messaging isn't clear, your buyer will be confused and move on without making a purchase. So the question then is, how do you make your messaging clear or more importantly what if you think it's clear but it isn't to another person so really ask yourself that and I'm going to give you a solution here a little bit later so stay tuned and stay with me so number one your messaging is not clear that could be one of the problems but clear messaging is only one aspect concise language is important also friends people are absorbing content in shorter and shorter intervals i recently was listening to a podcast specifically talking about tiktok and how people think 30 second videos are too long i mean it's mind blowing of course then we're here on a podcast which is long content <laughs> but in in all when you in total when you look at all the content that's being produced the shorter the content the the more rapidly it's being consumed. Therefore, wordy, convoluted dialogue confuses people and overwhelms them, and they will bounce right off your site. The goal is to take your client down a bunny trail that leads them to making a sale. It starts with a hook. Then you want to validate that hook with at least three to five important and strong key points Maybe even offer social proof in the form of testimonials and then give them the offer they can't refuse. So that is in short how you want to structure your content. If you want me to, let me just repeat that for you so you can hear it again. Because when you, when, and by the way, when I'm talking about content, I'm not talking about social media posts. Clearly this, those are like micro bits, but the goal of the social media post is to direct them where? to the link in bio, right? We've all seen that. And what's on that link? That's the big question. And then what is written there? That's kind of what this step is about. So the goal, again, is to take the client down the bunny trail that leads them to making a sale. It starts with the hook. You want to validate that hook statement with three to five follow-up key points. Offer social proof in the form of testimonials. Or another way I've seen social proof is, you know, proof of sale, right? Like I've sold, you know, 30,000 of these t-shirts or whatever. And then give them an offer they can't refuse. Okay, so that's your format. At the end of the day, the buyer is only thinking about who? Themselves and their needs. So this is the reason your content needs to demonstrate this exact thing. What can they expect to receive? So demonstrate in your content what problem you solve or what awesome change your service will have in their life. In the car business, we called it the the what's in it for them. So that's what you want to focus on. The offer is important, yes, but people will not even consider it if they're not at least feeling compelled to even look at the offer, which is what unclear and wordy content does. It turns people off before they even have a chance to look into what you're selling. Here's a few extras that you can add to your messaging. Write your content so that it highlights how you are different from others in your industry. It's okay to boast a little bit, obviously tactfully, right? You may be the best-kept secret in your industry, but it shouldn't be because you haven't shared with people how you are better. This was the case when I started with the Log Home Company. Being humble people, the management team didn't want to brag or come across as boastful, but that was stopping them from sharing the basic facts about what made their product unique and special. Here's the way I look at it. By not telling the world what made that company great, we were doing a disservice to people who were doing research about log homes because they were missing a great opportunity at getting the best of the best log home builder. Now ask yourself this question. Are you doing your prospective clients a disservice by being too shy to put yourself out there? Are you muting your greatness in your messaging? And if so, I guarantee that your competition will continue to outshine you. That's just the brass tacks, all right? So really, the key to that is to put yourself in that frame of mind. Am I doing myself? Do you have podcasting questions? Are you looking for a community where you can learn and grow as a podcaster? Hi, I'm Greg, creator of Indie Drop-In Network. Join me and Jeff Townsend, a.k.a. the Indie Podcast Father, on Twitter Spaces every Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern for Podcasting Power Hour. Every week, we are joined by experts on different aspects of podcasting to help the community learn and grow as creators. We tackle questions from podcasters at every level. Just go to podcastingpowerhour.com for links to the space and to hear previous episodes. That's podcastingpowerhour.com. Am I doing my client a disservice by not telling them? x y and z about your brand and your business another great tip is to demonstrate your authority on your topic be the voice of fill in the blank with what you do so be the voice of passive income be the voice of contracting be the voice of the automotive industry be the voice of whatever it is you do commenting on threads that are related to your business posting thought-provoking content that challenges the industry, and writing or speaking on your topic in long-form content are all great ways to establish your brand as the authority. When your voice, and by that I mean the tone of your content, speaks with authority, it establishes a higher trust factor and you become the go-to person on that topic. I encourage you to take a step back. Now here's where it is where I'm, I'm going to give you that how-to come up with clarity and how to come up with all of the things that we talked about. And really give yourself, this is the trick, give yourself a mini audit. Take a step back from your business and look at your messaging as if you are a brand new customer. Pretend you've just stumbled upon your social media post or your blog or your podcast, whatever the case may be, you've stumbled upon it and where is it leading you? ask yourself that. And then when you get to that point, is it clear what transformation or um, benefit that you're offering? Also, is your language spoken in a way that speaks to the masses? If you have a lot of jargon or industry words that people are not familiar with, You may find that people can't relate because they simply don't understand it yet. Just because they're interested in your product doesn't mean that they also know everything about it and the way that it's described. Let me give you an example that pertains to my industry. Most people do not go searching for passive income. Now, some do because they've read Robert Kiyosaki books or other books that talk about it, and so some do, yes. However, What people really are searching for are things like how to quit my job and still spend time with my family, or how to make money in my sleep, how to make money while I play with my kids, how to start an online business, or how to work from home for myself. Those are all kinds of ways people are thinking, so those are the words that they're using. I have found even in my own business that if I use passive income too often, it turns people off, it loses them because they don't even understand what it what it really means. So that's an example of industry jargon that could be deterring your client from actually making that purchase. Frankly, friends, this is the hardest part for business owners because we're all so close to our businesses that often it's easy to assume meanings in words or I guess, put things together that seem obvious to us, but the but the reality is it's not obvious to everyone else. So we really need to have that objective perspective. Maybe it's even a good idea to invite a friend uh, who has very little experience with what you do to look at your content and ask them, you know, kind of what they were feeling when they read it or what parts might have left them feeling confused. Did they want to know more about something or did they ever feel at like some point that Suddenly, they just didn't really know what was going on. Those are all really good questions to make them, you know, to ask them ahead of time before they start reading. So then that way they can kind of pay attention to them, to themselves and their mind as they're reading it. Listen, everything I mentioned today is really important, but there is an overarching aspect of messaging that everyone needs to remember. Your brand's messaging needs to be the same through all outlets. From social media posts to blogs, don't be afraid to sound like a broken record. I guarantee you it is actually in your best interest. The more people hear the same message from you, the more they will know who to turn to when they need what you are offering. Now, if you know something is amiss with your messaging, but maybe you just can't put your finger on it, or perhaps you know what is wrong, but you're really not good with words and coming up with what to say instead has you baffled. You are more than welcome to reach out to me. I'm happy to offer you uh, all my Pi Tribe listeners here a free mini audit of your brand's messaging. I will give you some direction and show you how me and my team can help you if you so desire. Eve uh go ahead and email me or DM me. I'm on Instagram at the Passive Income Examiner, and my email is the Passive Income Examiner at gmail.com. Don't forget the the at the beginning. Mention that you heard it on this podcast. And I will get you scheduled for your free mini audit. All right, before I sign off, I want to give you a little recap. Six things, I know it's a lot, to be uh, focused on with your messaging. Number one, be clear. Be concise, number two. Number three, remember what's in it for them. Number four, highlight your best features. Number five, be the authority of your brand and your business. And number six, be consistent with your messaging. All right, guys, that ends episode two of season two. I look forward to connecting soon. Bye for now.